Hi, Jen. Hi, Shane. Where are we right now? Right now we're in Cyprus. The island of Cyprus? That's right, the island of Cyprus. All right. Welcome to Travel Stuff. I'm Jen. And I'm Shane. In 2020, we sold everything to travel the world full time. Perfect timing. Each week, we'll discuss topics on where we've been and how to travel better, smarter, and cheaper. If you've ever dreamed of traveling longer and seeing more, we hope this podcast is for you. And with that, let's dive right into this week's episode. What are we doing in Cyprus, Jen? We're living. (laughs) We're living in Cyprus, the island. That's right. We've been here a month. Okay, so we're slow traveling. Yes, we're still slow traveling. And we're out of the Shenzhen zone. That's right. I like to call it the Shenzhen zone. Well, we're always in the Shenzhen zone. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) But we had to get out of it for a while because we'll be going back into it next week. Yes, and our visa as Americans, we only get 90 days. And before this, where were we? Uh, the other sea country, Croatia. Croatia. So we were in Croatia for a month before Cyprus. And that would put us in most of October. Yes. Which would be shoulder season. That's right. So why don't we talk about today two things. Let's talk about Croatia. And then let's talk about off-peak travel. Sounds good to me. Okay. So what did you think of Croatia? I liked Croatia. It kind of had a slow start. You know, we were kind of feeling things out at first. Where did we come in from? We came in from Hungary, from Budapest. What do we do? Landed in Zagreb. We landed? The capital. We landed? Our train landed. Our train stopped. Trains land? Do trains land? Our train stopped. In Zagreb. In Zagreb, okay, the capital. And we stayed the night there. Uh-huh. Didn't do anything really in Zagreb. No, it was a very uh, humble town. Yes, I would say. We rode the trains. We rode the trains. <laughs> we walked at night. <laughs> yes. And it was relatively safe, but you could see some remnants of a war. Yes. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Still rebuilding parts. There's the new modern area and then the older part of town. Definitely. Uh, and then uh, after that, we the next day, we took a, a very long train through the Croatian countryside. Very long. From Zagreb to... Split. Split. So first, they delayed our train by an hour. Yes, because we were waiting on another train to bring a part, a part and the mechanic to fix it. <laughs> right. And so then he finally fixed the train. Yeah. And th- which we were sitting on for an extra two hours. <laughs> and then we made it, which took an extra hour. So actually a six hour journey took eight and plus and yeah. a half. Yeah. We didn't arrive in split mm-hmm. on the coast uh, until eight hours later. At night, the cab driver took us to our place and our apartment. And it was okay. Yeah, I liked Split. I thought it was a neat town. I thought it was okay. There were parts. The old town was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the promenade where you can walk along the bay area there. The, that har- was nice. the old town harbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the wall, you know, the yeah. around the old part. Um, 
So yeah, there's some history there. Yeah, it, there was some history there. It felt uh, a little bit like Italy, a little bit like a Mediterranean. Uh, Greece. Greece, yes, yeah. true. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't too bad, and, and it wasn't too crowded. No, no. We were there, I think, at the perfect time. We had great weather, mm-hmm. not too many people. Yep, and yeah. saw saw quite a bit of stuff. So then we, we were in a split for a week. Yes. And then we went, we took a ferry. Our first ferry. Okay. And where did we go from there? Do you remember? We went to Havar. Havar. It's so it's one of the islands, Havar. Yes, which I really liked Havar. But it was called Starigrad. Starigrad was the town, yes. Mm-hmm. So the tricky part that confused me was the island is called Havar, H-V-A-R. Right. But there's also a town called Havar. Town. Right. Havar town. Right. Starigrad and Havargrad. Or is it? No, Havar. No, there's... No, it's just Havar. So there's Starigrad, okay? Mm-hmm. Which is a little town, right. which is where our ferry landed, right. which is where we stayed for a week. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought that was charming. It was very cute. I really liked that. I had a great time there. I thought it was um, very empty. We were at definitely at the end of the season. Yes, for sure. There were a lot of things that were closed. The bigger things were closed. The restaurants yeah. and little shops were still hanging on. But you can tell that they were all preparing for to close up in the next month. <laughs> right. They had already given back their credit card readers. <laughs> what was that? I don't remember. What? Remember the car rental guy? He's like, sorry, you can't pay with a credit card. I already returned it for the season. Oh, that's right. We rented that car at the <laughs> oh, okay. end. He's yeah. like, you have to pay cash because yeah. I, I returned my credit card reader for the season. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't Didn't even know that was a thing. but Or a money-saving way. Right. Um, but... He, uh, we rented a car to drive from Starry Grad over the mountains on the other side to Havar, mm-hmm. the, the port we, town. Right, where we took that ferry to our next spot, the next island. Right, but Starry Grad was empty, but you can get a sense that during the summer months, it's packed. It's a cute little quaint town. I mean, I really liked it. I thought but it had a great feel to it. There were people living in the boats. You could tell like there yes. was a boat community of mm-hmm. catamarans that people lived. A lot of people from Split come over, you mm-hmm. know, on their boats and hang dock out there and hang out. And uh, the, That was the place to where there was that big cruise ship, wasn't it? Or was that the next place we went? That was the next place. Oh, okay. So I because yeah. it kind of... You know, blend together. A well, bit. at this point, I just wanted to get them right because there's Starry Grad, which was on the island of Havar. Right. But then there's the but where we came in. Mm-hmm. Then we rented the car and drove to Havar. Right. Because it turned out to be cheaper just to rent a since there's no Uber. Yeah. A taxi. Mm-hmm. Was expensive. Was more expensive than renting a car for the day. Yeah. Side note: taxis were expensive on Havar. Yes. So we rented the car. And in Starigrad and returned it in Havar yes. town. To get us to the next port to before get us, we left. Yeah, yeah, so that worked out. We kept it overnight. Yeah, good. And we returned got to check it. out the town. Yep. And it, it was nice. We, we had all, all day there. Mm-hmm. And That's a little bit bigger. Yeah, than Starigrad. Definitely bigger than Starigrad, yeah. but smaller than Split. Yes. Mm-hmm. Same mm-hmm. sort of feel, though, just smaller. Yeah. And the same, very similar feel. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, 
lots of boats in the bay and you know you're kind of walking around an old area. church the all like the, the stone church, the stone like you know everything is centered around the bay yeah or the boat stock and then you get off and go to the restaurants and shop and that sort of thing it's mm-hmm. that feel it is and so then we we took so we were there for a week mm-hmm. and then we took a ferry what was this the one where we fell asleep and woke up and we were already there? Or was that the one to get to Split? No, that was the one for Split. Yeah. Okay. And then this one was a little rougher because it was a smaller it was ferry. smaller. Yes. Uh, but it wasn't. It was a shorter route. And where did we go? We went from Havar. It starts with a Corchula. 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 Okay. Yeah. So. With a K. Corchula. K. K-U-R? I don't know. I'm sorry. K-U-R-C-A-L-A, I think. Yes, Corchula. I think Corchula. Yeah. So, Corchula, uh, we took the ferry there, and then we... That was bigger. That <sighs> bay area with the boats and everything, that's where the big cruise ship came in. Yeah, that's right. But that bigger. place was not very interesting. That was definitely like not a place to go to for but shoulder re- season because everything was closed. But the that, only thing open was supermarkets. But let's talk. Okay, that's on the side of the island of Corchula. Remember, Corchula also had a... a the name of the island is Corchula, and right. the name of the town is Corchula. Right, yes. So the island is where we were, but we mm-hmm. stayed on the other side of the island. Yes, we stayed in the not so, I mean, well, our accommodate- inhabited place yeah. in the smaller town on is the, a nice way to put it. Yes, on the other <laughs> Very side. Very much local. Yes. We were, we stood out. We stood course. out, yes. Uh, we relaxed there for... A week, mm-hmm. um, but there wasn't much to do no. until we took a cab, a taxi from there to Corchula Town to catch our next ferry. Right. And that town again has a lot of day trippers from Dubrovnik, which was our yes, town you're closer to Dubrovnik because you're closer. So a right. lot of people come from Dubrovnik on a day ferry to see the Corchula Town, walk around. There's a fort. Okay, remember okay. the fort by the ferry, the bus. Okay, I didn't see that, but okay. You, you were having coffee. You were I having. I was enjoying a coffee before it, we got on the ferry. <laughs> Jen had a coffee, and I went to look around the town, and again, very touristy. Uh, very touristy. You know, very set up to sell you a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. when you got off the boat. Yeah. You walk around. There's a beach. Right. There's the fort, and off you go okay. uh you know again Would you stay there versus what where we stayed on the other side of the island in Corchula well, for sure right oh for sure that but at the same time if Would I would go back to that island no 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 I, I I no once is enough right I, I mean personally I think we've talked about it once we left Corchula and took a shorter ferry we went to to Dubrovnik. So our final destination was the city of Dubrovnik, Game of Thrones. Everybody knows about Dubrovnik. Everybody knows about Dubrovnik. Beautiful example of a walled city, probably one of the best. The Pearl. The Pearl of of the the Mediterranean. Mediterranean. Yes, I think that's what they said. The Pearl of the Adriatic or the Mediterranean. Okay. I don't know. I can't remember. It's terrible. (laughs) Okay. But that's what they call it. The the Pearl of the... (laughs) The Pearl of the Sea. The Sea. Okay. Um, Absolutely great. Right. Stood up to the hype. Game of Thrones is still big there. Yeah. There's tours. There's merchandise. There's t-shirts. Food good. 
Um, the, the, the old town, amazing. It's really cool to walk around. Walking along the walls, expensive, $30 a person. Yes. To walk for about two hours along the walls, Mm -hmm. but worth it. Yes. Uh, the fo- I think we went at a great time because it was sunset. So when did we start our walk? About four? Yeah, because remember that four, 5.30 was the last one or something. Right. So I think yeah, we came five. about 3.30, 4 o'clock. And then by the time we walked around, the sun was setting. We got back to the other side and it was beautiful views. Yes, beautiful views. Uh, we, I mean, that Dubrovnik, by far, the highlight of my whole month in Croatia. Sure. I yeah. would say. Yeah, sure. I would That's say easy. if I were, okay, we spent a month visiting, mm-hmm. okay? There's things that we didn't see, like the Plitvis's Waterfall Park, okay? where oh, That's right. a very, we didn't go, we didn't go there. Yeah. Uh, that's where most people would add that. We went to Montenegro, though. Yes, so but let's not get ahead of ourselves, okay? So okay. What, let's talk about Dubrovnik. Okay. Uh, I'd say a beautiful city. Yes. I would go back there. Sure. I would go back and visit. If I went to Croatia again and I just want, I had five days, mm-hmm. you know, seven days or less, well, I'd say five days is a perfect, I would go to Dubrovnik. I, you, you know what I'm saying? You could do four days. Sure. You could do four days there and then maybe three days over at that other harbor that's real famous for all the big yachts and... It's a little less uh, touristy, I guess, but all the big yachts go and dock there. Remember Demi Moore, Michael Jordan. uh, Michael Jordan. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, Michael Jordan has a yacht. That's south of Dubrovnik, but I think it's still considered Dubrovnik, yeah, Mm -hmm. like a little south of there. That little town, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, so there's definitely more to see in Dubrovnik, and and it's more uh, epic, stunning, you know, than all of these other little places. Mm -hmm. Those places... While probably get busy during the uh, main seasons, I think oh, yeah. Dubrovnik from the photographs gets packed. Remember, cruise ships yes. for a day, thousands of extra and people. And Croatia's warm in the summer, so people love to go there for the warm weather. Yes, it's v- very warm. Mm-hmm. And there's beaches, yeah. there's food, there's drinks, there's uh, Aperol spritzes. Oh, yeah, all y- over the place. Yeah, and it's set up for the crowds. There's casinos, mm-hmm. there's, you know, so there's big parts of it. Right. Um, but also, I-, I just loved Old Town. I really liked it. It's very cool. Very cool. And I would say... Uh, I would maybe go back there, you know, if I were to go back to Croatia, I would base my stuff out of there. Although the countryside of Croatia looks beautiful too. True. It depends on your time. Right. It, I think it depends on the amount of time and money mm-hmm. that you have. But we did take a day trip, which was on my list, yes. um, to the country of Montenegro. Montenegro and the Bay of Kotor. Uh, UNESCO, World Heritage Site, the top, one of the top 30 places to visit in all of Europe. Took us, uh, it was a full day, mm-hmm. left about 8 in the morning, returned about 6 at night. We did it through a tour, which we don't normally do, but it was definitely worth it, I think, because they drove. You got to see the countryside, see the, you know, cliffs and yeah. watch everything as it's you were a, driving. It's a picturesque and... um, drive. Mm-hmm. And... 
We had to cross a border twice. They handled our passports for us. And if you rent a car in uh, Croatia to drive, a lot of people do that and think they're going to drive into Couture, into Montenegro. There's that green pass and they scam you out of um, extra money because it's included in your rental. But they try and get the extra 30 bucks saying, well, if you don't pay this, you're not going to be able to cross the border, which is untrue. But they still going to get it. They're still going to get it out of you. Mm-hmm. Um so you just tell them, well, I'm not going to drive in the border. But you technically have this thing called a green pass, which allows the car to cross the border. Uh, we didn't do that. We didn't want to handle that hassle. For $60 a person I, is what we paid, I believe. Yeah. Uh, it was worth it. And we booked it the day before. So, I mean, that's another great part of shoulder season is, you know, tours and things like that are yeah, not as busy. They are less expensive. So let's talk about, we'll talk about that in a second. What about Couture? What did you think of the bay, the drive? Uh, The drive was nice. The island with the church, that was nice. Um, Yeah, the church in the, there was an island. Right, in the other bay. I don't know the name of that bay. But. In the center. You know, that little, the little town that we stopped in. Right. They included in the tour, we rode in a little tiny boat over to the island, spent about an hour there, which went by really fast. Mm-hmm. Took photographs of this tiny church that they was built and constructed in the middle of this giant lake. Yes. Stayed there, came back, got back on the bus. Mm-hmm. And headed to Couture for the rest of the day where right. we had lunch, took a guided tour in English around the old town. Which yeah, I mean, that the was old cool. fort town, fortress town. Yes, yeah, it was cool. That, that was neat. Um, we had a great lunch, that pizza. Oh, that pizza was really good. Where did we have pizza? My veggie pizza. Our lunch that we had that day right outside the wall. Oh, that was. I didn't get the veggie pizza, though. Well, I did. So, but it was I had a Caesar salad. Oh, you did. That's right. With too much dressing. But it was still good. It's still good. <laughs> it's a good lunch, though. So, you know, we had a great view of the water. and It was beautiful. Nice. Absolutely beautiful yeah. city. Uh, we were in shoulder season again. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that next. Okay, so Jen... What is, what is shoulder season? Well, it's the time between peak season Mm -hmm. where there's not any people and off season. You're off season. When you don't want to go. When you don't want to go. We want to go. Well, it's less crowded. It's less expensive. It's less crowded. It's less expensive. But disadvantages are. Sometimes things that you want to do or see are closed already, depending on the location. Mm-hmm. Greece, if you go off-season in the shoulder season, things might be closed because they close down. Yes. Uh, it is an advantage because stuff is usually less expensive. Absolutely. Half price. Half price. Um, Airbnbs are cheaper. Car rentals are cheaper. You know, things are at a discount. I think things are much more laid back in shoulder or off season sure which can be a plus or a minus again you know the staff at restaurants and Mm -hmm. hotels and places they've just come through their busiest season so they're a little worn out sometimes Mm -hmm. uh they can be a little lax with service less attentive (laughs) you know so but if you don't depends i mean it just depends on you know the place where you go shoulder season and off season so there, there's definitely, it depends on where you go, I would say. Mm-hmm. If, 
If the place you're going is activity dependent or crowd dependent, then you'd want to go into shoulder season, which is right after the busy peak season. Mm -hmm. You'll have some discounts in prices, but a lot of the activities or day trips and those things will still be active. They'll still probably cost the same, but things won't be as crowded. You won't wait in lines. You won't be shoulder to shoulder. I would probably do Venice. Italy. Venice is a great one. Machu Picchu is a great one. Yeah. Think about those like top 10 worldwide places that everybody wants to go to. Iceland is a great one. Yeah. Uh, Even though we didn't follow that. No, Iceland, (laughs) I don't know if it's a great one, you know, because of the weather. I mean, maybe if you could go like May, like when the seasons, when things are just starting to thaw and it's warming up and they've got more daylight, you know, that's probably a good shoulder season there. If you want to avoid the crowds in in the uh, Golden Circle in Iceland. about the top 10 most crowded places in the world. That's when you want to try and go during the shoulder season. If, again, if it's activity dependent. Now, the the thing with off season, which is where there's no one, is there's two problems. One, Jen, you said the services that's like in Greece. If you went in off season, there's just shops are closed. Right. Yeah. The stuff just completely closes down. Restaurants, bars, uh, shopping. I mean, it just it's closed. Bare essentials are basically open. So uh, think of like the summer home in whatever state you live in and that upstate summer home. When things close down for the winter, uh, there's nothing open. But the and the locals are all going away they don't want to wait on you and all the restaurants are closed Mm -hmm. Uh, the other thing with off season is the weather a lot of times um weather is the factor of why Mm -hmm. things aren't open and and even if you the problem with machu picchu in off season is the rain the rain seasons create mudslides create Mm -hmm. road blockages etc and it's dangerous Sure. So you almost don't want to go in off season, whereas shoulder season is more ideal for, I would say, Machu Picchu, Peru, Mm -hmm. because it's just slammed with people in the in the main season. We, of course, got lucky and traveled during a pandemic when they first opened up and our guide. Uh, we will do a Machu Picchu special, but our guide was, he told us, I've never seen it this crowded except one time in his life when Robert De Niro. Or at least the least crowded. This is the yeah. least crowded yeah. he's ever seen it since Robert De Niro had the whole place closed down yeah, for him and his private tour. Yeah, a private tour. So we we were, I've seen photos of where we were in Machu Picchu. That's what I was going to say. Put it this way. We have pictures with nobody else in them. We have pictures in Venice with no one else in <laughs> right. them. We have pictures in, in Machu Rome. Picchu, Rome, uh, <laughs> with no one else in them. Greece, London, London no one else yeah. in them. Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah, plenty of places, right. shoulder season, off season, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, pandemic season. Yeah. You know, Uh by the way, a disclaimer, we followed all pandemic rules. We didn't just go around spreading COVID. We followed all the guidelines. We did. We didn't move until it was legal to move. We locked down, you know, when we had to lock down. and We're yeah. still feeling the effects to this day mm-hmm. of pandemic and lockdowns. As we plan to travel to Austria next, uh, we will end up in Germany. And already they've canceled the Christmas market in Munich for the second straight year. So traveling in off season, shoulder season, you know, there's some problems. You have to be flexible. You're not going to get everything you 
want during peak season, but you're also not going to pay for it and you're not going to have to uh, bump shoulder to shoulder with people. Sure. Uh, and, and the prices are just insane. Everyone in these local areas, if they're super touristy areas, are just trying to make their money for the winter. Yeah. And you they see only that. Have nine months or six months to, you know, or three months in some places. So to make as much money as yeah. they can, and they're going to make it from your tourist dollar, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I, I loathe that. I, I, I hate places that are disappointing because of over tourism. Right. Uh, I think Venice definitely is a candidate for that. Uh, sure. I, I don't think I would go back to Venice once things go back to normal. I think I said that when we were leaving there. I, I One and done. Like It was great when we saw it because it was so... I mean, just we were there by ourselves, basically. Yes. And now you see pictures, and it just looks like a different place. It, it looks like it doesn't feel like the Venice we went to. Exactly. I, I think the pictures. I, I mean, it took my breath away when I saw some of the places we went, and, and it looked like Disneyland. <laughs> right. Of people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, during 2019 yeah. versus we had streets that were empty. We stayed mm-hmm. for a week. And if it was as crowded as those pictures, I couldn't stand three days, yeah. which stinks. It stinks. Right. Yeah. Because it's such an unusual city. I think everybody should try and go to it once mm-hmm. to experience it. I mean, we've never been in a place like that before where you get lost in the streets and the little alleys. And, and it's all water taxis. Right. Yeah. 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 Ven- Venice was absolutely incredible, mm-hmm. but I definitely think the crowd is of people can take it away. So, and it's really hot in summertime. Yes. I just don't understand. Well, I do. August, Europe, basically, a lot Closes of... Closes and everybody goes somewhere else. So <laughs> yeah. in Europe, in August, um, if you don't know this, like a lot of Europe just shuts down and they go somewhere else. So... To pe- like the popular destinations like Greece, Italy. Italy. Yeah. Or, so all the, the, the Brits and, and the English, they just migrate down. They migrate to Spain and they migrate sure. to Italy and they yeah. migrate to Greece mm-hmm. and everywhere, Portugal, everywhere. But they really hammer those very popular spots because mm-hmm. on top of that, you're getting people from America and those other places mm-hmm. and, and Asia. Asia that visit those very popular destinations too. So you just get a Disneyland over tourism effect. Yeah. In some of these super touristy places, I would say Venice definitely one of them, Greece definitely one of them. Uh, you you like know, Santorini we would say yeah, Greece. Santorini, know. where we were also in Santorini in off peak in October. Yes, October. So we visited Santorini. The weather was great. It was. It was beautiful. We had great weather. I mean, great I don't weather. Know why more people don't go at that well, time? Well, they have jobs, Jen. Right. Okay, <laughs> they have to work. Less flexibility. I get that. Yes, but. There was stuff that was closed, a few things here and there, shops that were closing sure, down. Sure, sure. But, but I so. think possibly that's because of pandemic-related, right, business-related. Yeah. yeah, so we can't really judge that. But. I still would avoid Santorini at all costs during peak season. Mm-hmm. I, I think that you're going to pay a fortune. Mykonos and the islands, Crete. Yeah. Peak season, everything's booked. Everyone's coming. Everyone's chasing the warm weather summer mm-hmm. vacation. Yeah. And you're going to pay top dollar. Yeah. Now... If you only have two weeks a year or a month a year, that's your that's your choices. Yeah, do it. But if you're planning this and you have time to plan, look into the shoulder seasons, September, October, or um, uh, April, May. Mm-hmm. I personally, though, if I'm going to head south, I like the um, September, October because the water is still warm. Right. Okay. From the warming of the summer, mm-hmm. so you can still get in the water, which we did in Greece. Yeah. 
It was fine. Greece was super warm water, it was actually. Nice. Mm-hmm. But in the spring, if you go in uh, April and May, the water hasn't warmed up yet, so you might run into some uninspected rain or some colder water temperatures too. Right. Uh, an outdoor pool pool might be colder than you expect. Yeah. But right now, for instance, we are in Cyprus in definitely shoulder slash we're going into off. off. We're going into off season. We've been here a month, Uh, not really a month, three weeks, but Mm -hmm. we can see that there's certain things that is just local. Right. Where we're staying is pretty much just local, except for the few tourists that have bought places here. And we're staying at a resort, the Aphrodite beach resort beachfront resort but we got a price for the month that is one-third the cost so but we should mention that we are in north cyprus which is technically the turkish the turkish republic of of north cyprus so we are actually in turkey are we occupied we're in occupied cyprus yes actually that's yeah so but they use the Turkish lira here, which is very cheap compared to the U.S. dollar. We'll talk about that in our Cyprus but, episode. Yes. But we are here in a, a shoulder off season. Mm-hmm. The weather is fantastic. It's beautiful. 70s uh, and 80s. Yep. 70s, at, you know, mid 70s, low 80s. And then sometimes lately, in the last this last week, it's kind of all stayed in the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, it rained one day, a day and a half. And not much rain. Beautiful sunsets. Beautiful sunsets. Uh, now, and, and and empty. The gym, yeah. the gym, no one. Mm-hmm. The pool, no one. Right. Uh, the spa, basically empty. Basically empty. So we do have. We got a great spa. So there were services. Mm-hmm. Um, but for instance, uh, in off season where we're at now, let's say, our the person who gave us our massage. She wouldn't be here. She would normally be back in Bali, she said, today. Oh, really? Yeah, So, but the pandemic has kept her here. Oh. Because Bali's closed, so she hasn't gone home in two years. That's really? Yeah. So we got lucky there. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, would the spa have been closed? Sounds like it might have been closed at this but time. But during peak season, she's working 12 hours a day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That girl has fantastic hands. Yes. She's magical. <laughs> so, yeah. She was. Those were some of the best massages I had. But yeah. we, we were able to get, th- you know, three massages each for the cost of one in yes. the United Jeez. States. Oh, my gosh. You know? Even though the resort here is using euros instead of the Turkish lira, which is a whole thing. But, you know. True. So then uh, we, we did go into the south side of Cyprus and stayed there. And it's much more touristy, filled with, I would say, Brits, mm-hmm. Russians, yes. Israelis. Uh-huh. And some Germans. Some Germans. Other, you know, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but European. more touristy, more expensive, mm-hmm. uh, but still a shoulder season, still, you know, but warmer, you know. More to do, though. More to do. Cyprus. <laughs> more to do than in South Cyprus, sure. And then, like, jet skis, boat tours, mm-hmm. those kind of things. Uh, still active all the way into November. It looked like it. I mean, yeah. So you know, do your research if you you know if you're wherever you're going to go, and look at the prices. Uh, a lot of discounts happen in the shoulder seasons. Uh, I like to chase the weather uh, as we get into 
November. We will be doing after the Christmas markets, which is as touristy, you know, as it gets <laughs> uh, in Europe for December. We'll be headed to Mexico in January. So hopefully we did get a good deal. Shane's just got to warm up after a month in Europe at Christmas time. I, so. I wish we could have 70 degrees all year round. If I could figure out the perfect month-to-month -month itinerary for 70 degrees and stay in shoulder season all around the world, I think that would be the perfect thing. Just hop. I know. I didn't tell you what the temperature is going to be next week. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, Christmas in Germany. Get out your booties. It's cold outside? Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't even want to know. But it's once in a lifetime. That's right. A dream of mine. So we, we'll do the Christmas markets. We'll do six countries, including Switzerland. We're doing 12 stops. 12 stops, six, six. countries. 15 trains. Uh, including, what's the big one? Oh, the Bernina Express. Where does that go? We are going from Italy into Switzerland. Okay, so we'll talk about that for sure. But, uh, you know, for sure, shoulder and off season is, I love it. It's my bread and butter. I avoid August like the plague because it's just crowded in most places. So that's the part where you have to go to another place that's not crowded. So right. plan accordingly, but always consider shoulder season depending on your availability and schedule and your flexibility too. That's right. All right. Say goodbye, Jen. Goodbye, Shane. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. If you've been wanting to take the plunge and try slower travel, we really hope this could be the inspiration you're looking for. Putting a plan into action is the first step. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. And remember, every great journey begins, begins with, with the, the first, first step. step. So book it.